Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Brandon Berkmeyer from Brands on Brands here with Chris Hines, and you're listening to the Personal Branding Playbook. You're listening to the Personal Branding Playbook, hosted by Coach Chris. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and the people that really want to improve their lives and get to that next level. This show includes interviews with experts from around the world in different industries, millionaires, startup founders, and small business owners. Coach Chris also loves to do solo episodes to teach you how to get to the next level by taking real action. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. What's good, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. This episode, we have Brandon Berkmeyer, and this was a fun interview. Brandon and I have been on Clubhouse a lot in a lot of rooms together, just working together and really helping other people out with their personal brands and stuff. So if you are trying to get on Clubhouse, make sure you get to it as soon as possible, man. Like we're there and um, find me at the coach Chris underscore. Um, I'll put Brandon's link in the description as well. And in this, our conversation here, we strictly talked about podcasting and personal branding because uh, we really believe the market is shifting and everything is changing in industry overall. So you as a content creator have to be prepared for that. So enjoy the show. What is the thing that keeps you podcasting? Cause I know you've been podcasting for a while. What's the thing that makes you say, okay, I got to keep doing this. <laughs> I mean, that the question my wife has asked multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Uh, creating a podcast. Uh, what's funny, I think of it for me, it's it's like my personal development tool. Like I've invested in myself more in the past two years than I have the previous 40, you know? Wow. And uh, the the first piece is like, I literally put myself in rooms with my heroes, the number one authors in, mar in the marketing space, the keynote speakers in the marketing space, uh, and people who've built these amazing personal brands simply because I had started a show and had a platform to talk to them about their expertise and their story. And 
I didn't know that that was the goal going in. When I did it, when I started the show, it was really an outlet for me to find my voice. You know, 18 years of, of advertising and marketing experience at agencies, funneling into a person that like, you know, you never use that opinion. You never develop your own perspective. So I wanted an outlet and being able to find a place like a podcasting. I tried writing articles and doing videos and recording podcasts, but this was the one that was most natural. I could literally turn on the microphone and just, I'd like go, like go, my mind would, would just be going a million miles a minute. And 30 minutes later, uh, I would have gotten all these ideas out. Um, but it was random when I started. And now, you know, after doing it so long, I have pretty focused attention on the things that I know, like my audience is looking for things that I'm all about that are my message that I want to be known for. And that's been crafted. So it started with me finding my voice and that was with the huge benefit, but I would have stopped if that was the only thing. But what that's turned into is this massive kind of investment pouring back into myself where I'm learning from these amazing people. Uh, anything I'm curious about, I can make a, a topic on the show and I'm building this amazing network of people that are now mentors, that are friends, and also that are opening doors for me for the things that I'm looking to do next. I, I love that. I love, I think the connection aspect, how you said you put yourself in the room with your heroes. That is the most underrated aspect of podcasting by far. Whenever I ask people why they want to start a show, they always talk about the money or the attention or something, the branding. They never talk about the relationships. And I think that's a way to truly, truly benefit from the podcast. Because even if you're not selling a product, if you're just an affiliate for everybody that comes on your show, that could bring in some amazing revenue, especially if you're getting high quality guests. Um, I love that you said that. So let me ask you this, since you say it's the guesting and the learning, who is the favorite guest that you've had on your show? Oh man, that's how you're, you're maybe getting in trouble. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'll give you top three. Just give me three, give me three <laughs> of your favorites. Uh, I think every every time I get a new guest that I've looked up to and aspired to, uh, it, it kind of catches me. Uh, the, the ones that I look back to, uh, when I've got the, the, the first guest of my show ever was a huge accomplishment because he was a keynote speaker for social media marketing world and had written mm. like seven books. Uh, his name was Mark Schaefer. And that started because I, like the way I learned how to podcast was like, I'm going to go to the conferences and meet the people that I want to interview. So I, I developed in, like, in-person relationships, yeah. um, before I even launched the show, you know, I had the concept for it and said, I want you to be on the show. It's not coming out till next summer. Um, but because I had that idea for it and talked about it as if it was a real thing, almost spoke it into real life, uh, I was able to bring on guests that were happy to, you know, give their time. So someone that was willing to invest in me that early, I was, I was really stoked about. But this coming season, I have like the big one that I was excited about was Jasmine Starr, who's done amazing Ooh, things. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, she's all about Instagram, but she's also like, I mean, she's built this business called Social Curator, which is huge. She's like, gives real authentic, like human to human advice about, you know, how to like take pictures and like build content. And so that was a huge win. Uh, and then just uh, also recently, I uh, was able to get uh, Kate Erickson on the show after, I mean, I've had John Lee Dumas on the show, but Kate is his wife and she's built this new podcast called Bitch Busy, which is about uh, kind of being more efficient in your life. And just like, that's like a relationship that's continuing to grow with that family, you know? So that's, you know, it's just, it's all about people and like what the, what you're learning from them. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I think that's a way to 
really elevate the show as well. Obviously, if you have on high quality guests, they share the content, your show grows. Um, that's the most visual benefit. Um, that's the one other people can see, but people can they rarely get to see the actual inside. Like, wow, this is who you got to talk to, and this is what you learn from. Yeah, I think one of the most valuable parts of the podcast interview is the ten minutes before and the ten minutes after, because what I've been able to discuss in those time frames is just mind blowing. It has made me so much money, <laughs> got me on so many stages. Oh my God. A lot of the speaking engagements has come from me doing great interviews and then saying, Hey, I would love to speak at this event. Or they're like, Hey, well, we'd love to have you at this event. You do a really good job with your show. It really works that way. Yeah. And those are some of the doors that have opened for me now that I've like kind of figured out who I want to be and what I want my brand to be because I've been trying different things for a couple of years, but now I'm really focused in on this area of not just starting, you know, like a podcast and, and getting your voice out, but also this idea of using that as a content engine and repurposing. So I'm like heavy focused into this idea of this is just the, the starting point, the jump off for you to create, you know, turn your show into a YouTube channel, turn your show into uh, epic blog posts and into social media content. Uh, with the easiest point of access, which is just you turning on your microphone and, and starting to use your voice. And like, because I found that corner that like that little jump off point, now I can go all the way in on that. And I could talk to all my old guests and say, Hey, like we now have relationships. Uh, like I'd love to come on your show and talk about this thing that I'm super excited about. And they can see that, like I put in the work to learn this, this niche and they're welcome to return the favor because now we have a relationship. And that is so, oh my God, that's so valuable. I think so many people rush it to that point where they're like, hey, promote this, promote this. And it's like, when you try to get people to promote something that isn't set up correctly, the landing pages aren't right, when they can tell you haven't put a lot of effort into the structuring of the product, they will not promote it. And it's hard to get that second chance. I yeah. messed up that way. Um, so I know personally, I know how bad that is. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's frustrating the other side too, where it's like, I mean, I, there's a couple of years where I'm like, the business is falling behind because I don't know what I want to like actually go full blast with and let everyone know. So I'm like taking small thing. I'm like trying with a little core group of people like, Hey, can we help you with this and see how that works? And so, you know, but it, sometimes it takes you a long time to find yourself and figure out really what you want, like what you're passionate about. And like, for me, I needed like after a, such a long career and never taking risks, like I needed to try a lot of things to figure yeah. out what I like, what I was interested in, you know, and that's just how it was. But what's great is like that whole time, I never asked once to go back on someone's show. Like, so I'm 150 episodes deep at this point and four seasons in, and now I can go back and, and say, Hey, like, I know what I'm all about. And they're like, about time. Like, let's go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's really important. Again, you didn't rush it. A lot of people are trying too hard, too fast. I think with the guesting area, period, it's, we know it's a, a heavy medium now to be either a guest on a podcast or host a show. But the problem is there are a lot of people rushing to be guests when they're just not ready, meaning that they don't have a product to give away. They don't have any real value to offer. Um, their brand isn't set up or anything. Like a lot of people reached out to me and they don't even have a website. And it's like, you're just not ready for this yet. And you really put in the work, man. I respect that. So let me ask you this. What's, who's one person that you want to interview on your show in the upcoming season? 
you interviewed obviously some of the top people in the industry already. Who's one person in your life? I got to get them on the show as soon as possible. Yeah, I think well, as soon as possible is like it's the I like the I don't mind the pursuit and the journey, right? Uh, I mean, there's guys at the top of the game that will always be at the top of the game. Um, but for me, the like Seth Godin is one who's been mm. just an author I've respected. That's that like defines marketing, you know, like over time. Um, so like, that's one of the br big brains in the game that I'd just love to, to get on the show. Uh, the, the obviously Gary is I almost, started, I almost thought to myself, I should start a show called, uh, like chasing Gary V, uh, <laughs> to just, and, and like, just to be like, what are the six degrees around him of people that I can get on the show that like, eventually like the payoff would be someday we get Gary V on the show. But if he, if he calls, like you say, no, because then the show would have to end. You just, yeah. you just keep chasing him, you know, like things like I do, I think of silly things like that, but yeah. Uh, like big marketers in the game uh, are always like where my, where my ideas are. I expected to hear some celebrities. Like I know for me, I want to interview Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. He has one of the best stories I've heard. I think Will Smith too. Yeah. I got some authors like Robert green, um, uh, author of mastery, those kind of people. I have a good mixture of people. Uh, obviously even this is going to sound crazy. Even Dr. Dre. I really want to interview Dr. Dre, man. Like that would be uh, the highlight of my show. If I can interview Dr. Dre, that would be a great conversation. Um, yeah. Those I, are, those are things that like take your show to a different level entirely where I think at that point you're becoming like an entertainment based show and not a bad way, but like, those are people that everyone's like, Oh, like I'll just listen to this guy. Cause it's entertaining. And yeah. I'm actually trying to get very specific with like, teach me your secrets to like this thing that you studied, like you studied marketing, you get, marketing and these guys do too like if you're a celebrity you get pr and all that stuff but it doesn't cross my brain i think it's just like yeah that'd be great like i'd be great to have kevin hart on the show of course but it's not something i even can like consider because i'm not thinking of them when i'm like oh like marketing guy yeah you know? yeah and i only say that because i want to to reach a different person that isn't in my field yet yeah. and i know they listen to people they follow people like dr dre like snoop dogg like even cardi b i think cardi b is a great marketer like totally. she markets differently but she's an amazing marketer so it would be great to have her on the show and ask her her mindset on how she marketed herself to get to where she is that's kind of how i look at it. i think that would be really fun and interesting because people usually used to seeing these celebrities in one from one perspective when you switch it to where the conversation is about marketing or their business, then you get to see some of these people are actually really, really smart. Like I know a lot of celebrities behind the scenes and they're like very, very good with business and they don't get any credit for it. Um, yeah. I love how we're both on opposite sides. Of this. <laughs> That's fine. And I, honestly, I think if I went anywhere, like if I really went lofty, it'd be more the inspirational side. It would be like the Tony Robbins of the world. Yeah. That like they're out there. They have a huge following, but they're just, they're known for something else. Yeah. So let me ask you this is, is Grant. Well, let me, well, let me take a step back. Kind of two questions. Sure. First is Grant Cardone on your list. And number two, how much would you pay if you had to pay somebody to be a guest on your show? Uh, good. I, I, I totally know the answer to this. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Grant Cardone is a, it would be a huge name. Um, I just don't think he'd fit my show. Like he, it's all about real estate and business and my show is all about marketing and he knows marketing, but it just, it's just, it's like out of alignment, like for me. And I'm trying to keep like, what well, this is, I just, I'll just build another show, you know, when I get to that, <laughs> that level. 
Uh, it just, and I think a lot of podcasters do that and that's fine. But I, I prefer when you tune in my show, like the guests make sense. They just kind of, they fit what this show is about. Uh, and that's like the huge real estate market. Like for him, like any real estate show in general and entrepreneurship show, I'm like, great. Like that guy's makes sense. And my buddy who's got a, a build your network podcast totally makes sense. This guy's like hugely well-connected, but so there's, there's pieces to that. I could always justify a guest, but they're just not in my, in my purview when I, uh, when I'm building my list, because it just like, if they don't, they don't seem to make sense to me. But so the other question I think is really interesting. Uh, so far, I'd say I would never pay just to have a person come on the show. And I know that that's true because I reached out to uh, Billy Jean does Mar Billy Jean is marketing. Wow. Uh, and, you know, and like hit them up on all their socials. And like, I've seen him speak uh, at a conference and he's, he's, He's it. He's awesome. He's got a, he's an amazing perspective on how to use YouTube. Um, and they were like, you know, that you, I hadn't got through his people yet. So his people are like, uh, yeah, we'll consider it. Uh, but his fee is this, right. Which makes sense. Like when your time is limited, uh, the first gate to your time is, is a fee. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know some people are down to pay that. And for me, it's not, it's a challenge really. I'm like, no, cool. Like, our circles will run into each other enough. Like I will find, I will end up at the same conference or some event, or I'll be speaking. Like I will, I see it as a ne next goal that I will develop a personal relationship. And then that will be the catalyst for the show. And that's when I know it'll be the right, he'll, it'll be the right time for him to be a guest. I, I like that. So you're kind of like, I'm going to patiently build my way up. So where even if you have a fee, my show is going to be so big and so good that you want to come on here to promote your next book or your next program. That yeah. makes sense. I like that. And here's, and here's the difference. I don't mind paying for the guests, but I don't pay for them directly. What I will do is I would rather pay to go to an event where they are, or I'll pay to be in the mastermind that they've created where I'm building a relationship with, I'm investing in the relationship, not the interview. I think that's really important. Um, Cause a lot of podcasters have come to me and asked me that question if you had to pay for a guest, would you pay for them? And I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it's really surface level and it's good. Um, but what you said, you got to invest in them, if anything, and don't just hand over money because then it becomes transactional. It's just not that good. Um, and then your relationship doesn't last as long. Yeah. And, and here, I would rather put money behind the episode. Like let's yeah. put the money <laughs> to promote the show instead of promoting, just getting you on. That's just not enough benefit on either side. Yeah. And so like, here's a great example, right? So, uh, like I, who, like I ran like 30 podcasts by myself and then decided, you know, I really want to do this. I paid a coach who was doing it well. Like uh, his name is Travis Chapel. He's got the build your network podcast and it was killing. It. And he's a younger guy. I'm like, how did he do this? In like 18 months, he like ratcheted this up and got such great guests. And at the time my show, show was solo. So I just said like, yeah, at the time he was also launching podcasts. So I was like, I'm going to pay you, like, teach me how you did it. I'll dismantle my show and start over. Uh, and everything I learned just from that relationship, uh, was, was critical. And what his best, the story that I, that always stuck with me was that when he was starting, he knew the top of the game was John Lee Dumas, the entrepreneurs on fire podcast, like number one podcast for entrepreneurs. So, you know, he didn't like pay to get him on the show. He paid to go to this mastermind in Puerto Rico or wherever it was to be in the room with him. And then when he was in the room, like he had planned from top to bottom, like, what are all the things I can do to bring value to this relationship while I am at this event and whatever else and tried multiple ways in to build a relationship. And then the story goes on. But I think that what I learned was like, that's what I want to do. I want to put myself where 
the people are and invest in their in, in their world, right? So that's what I like. First, I went to the conferences where I knew these speakers were at that I wanted to be around. Um, but before I even went, I went to all of their socials and all of their live videos, and I was there. I was in the room commenting, saying what's up. And then when I actually met them in the room in real life, and I you know I DM them before the conference saying, hey, if I ever if I get the chance to talk to you. I'd love to shake your hand in the hallways. And some of them responded. were like, yeah, hope to see you there or whatever right, it was. Right. Some of them do. And others didn't matter. When I saw them, I was like, hey, what's up? Like, great. Finally meeting you. Like I mentioned, like I wanted to shake your hand while we're here. And they're, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, sure. Like they they pretend that they like saw that DM. Uh, or we talk about like, oh, yeah. And that like last week you were talking about like there was this girl, Jen Herman, who's a speaker. She was like talking about pod people on her live Instagram, which is like about Instagram pods. And I was like, oh, that hilarious conversation about pod people I'm still thinking about. Uh, and that like built rapport. It shows that yeah. I invested in her. So that relationship side of it cannot be underestimated. Yeah, you, you got to be people. I think you got to be a people person. Um I kind of get disappointed when people tell me they're not a people person and they're a podcaster because it's really hard to be in podcasting and not be a people person. You need people as guests on your show. You need people to listen. You need people to promote. Like All of it revolves around other eyes and ears. So you can't really get past that. You have to have people. You can't be successful alone. With podcasting, it just doesn't work. It's the same as business. It's not going to work. Yeah, I think we tell ourselves stories, right, that, that we believe that aren't true. So like, I think when, when someone thinks like, I work really well alone, they're really saying is a better person at a time than a lot of people at a time, right? And actually podcasts would be great for you, because you get to develop a one on one relationship that might suit your way of getting to know people, because I bet you have a, a couple of really close friends that you have deep relationships with. Podcasts are like that, like we are getting to know each other. Uh, in like this in-depth hour of time, but it could go deeper than that too. And I think one-on-one -on -one might be better for you. I, and the story I used to tell myself is I thought I was an introvert for 40 years, which <laughs> people that know me now are like, how could you possibly think that? Uh, but it was because at the time, all the situations I was in, when I'd walk into a room of like a lot of people, which happened a lot in the industry I was in, uh, and I didn't know people there, I was shy like everyone else. Like it's uncomfortable yeah. to go into a room where you don't know people. But I, I thought that meant that I was an introvert. But when I get out there and I'm talking to people, I leave the room buzzing. Like I can't sleep. I'm pacing. I'm like, let's keep going. And that's, I'm like, oh, I, it gives me energy to be around people. After this episode, I will pace the room and need to go run a lap or something. Cause like I get so much energy from our conversation. Yeah, man, that is so, so important. Um, the, the people part, the connections, all of that. So before we end this off, I need to know what's the big goal for you? You know, what's the, what's the big step? Like what's the one thing in, in a year, three years, five years that you'll be like, yes, I did this. I'm excited. Chris, you got to know about this. You'll be calling me up. Like I, I did it. It's done. Yeah, no, thank you. The, uh, I think for me, I think you and I are on the same path, which is why I've been like, like, I think we've been in the same lane in a way that we believe a lot of the same things. So like when you started the show, podcasting is branding. And with that book, I was like, that is like the message right now. Like find your voice, be who you are and build your business around your passion and that thing that is inside of you. And I'm like, that's exactly what's going on with me. I'm like, okay, I did that. I want to help people do the same thing. Uh, so for me, I'm like, what I've been investing in is this idea of how do I help people that have gotten to that point that have 
built, like they started that show because you go to these conferences, you meet podcasters and they're like, I started it, but now what? Uh, so what I, you know, as I had all this background in marketing and building brands that matter for the biggest corporations out there, it was like, okay, why don't I help people do this and do take the same methodology? Like, how do you take this little bit of content that you created and build a marketing machine around it? So that's what I invested my time. Like, how would I do that with the tools that solopreneurs use, not the tools that corporations use, you know, corporations, it's like TV, billboards, radio, you know, yeah. massive investment in internet uh, for entrepreneurs. It's, you know, like marketing systems, it's content marketing. It is email. It is your website. Uh, it's all of that. So for me, I'm like, if you can have a content engine, like a podcast, but you can repurpose it into a hundred other things. Like you are starting on that journey. That's going to help you get the exposure you need for the message that you've created. So for me, like right now, the biggest promotion I have is just saying, Hey, let me show you how to turn this one hour of content into a 30 days of content into one month of content. Like, let me show you the systems, right? Because even like all of us, Chris, even you could probably say, okay, I could get a better. Uh, then like, I might be creating all this stuff, but the efficiency like, yeah, isn't there yet. Like I could have a better system, use better tools, have uh, the right talent following the right steps to get this out quicker. So that's what I'm helping people with right now is building their in-house marketing systems for their podcast and their content creation. Oh, man, I, I love the system you guys set up. You're ready to go, man. I think for every podcaster that's dialed in, it does take like a two year time frame to figure it out. And then once you get the business part attached, that's when you kind of take off. Um, and I think it happens for all of us in a different way, whether it's a coaching program or a course. Um, it, it's like you kind of have to be patient and make it past the humps. Like there are hurdles in podcasting that force you to grow. And I've met people who fall before the hurdle and they're just like, you know, I can't do this anymore. And they quit. And I know other people that have gotten over it. Now they're up here. Then they get over the next one that are up here and they just keep elevating. Um, so I think that's a path you're on for sure, man. I believe in what you're doing. Um, please let the people know more about brands on brands on brands on brands. On brands. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my funny, like marketing thing, right? I was like, if I can say the word brands as many times, people will find my show. My show is called brands on brands, but like when I talk about it, it's just brands on brands on brands on brands. So like just Google brands on brands or go to the <laughs> podcast player and find brands on brands. And that's where I'm talking to all these marketing thought leaders and pulling from them, like, what are your tips? If you're the Instagram guy, like, what is your tip on growth? Whatever that is. If you're the Facebook guy, if you're the blog guy, whatever that is, you know, and Chris was on the show talking about podcasting as branding and, and which we got to vibe on, which was great. So that's what the show is about. And also if, if you guys already are already podcasters, if you're already drinking that Kool-Aid, like, great. You're like, you are my people. And if you want to turn that content into those systems, I've got some great examples, which is just your one hour to like, one month of content. That's just at brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources. If anyone wants it, that's where I keep my free stuff. Perfect, man. This is always a great conversation. I feel like you'll be one of those people that I interview at least once a year. I'll talk to you obviously all the time, but once a year, we're going to get on the show just so other people can hear it. <laughs> man, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. No, nah, man, anytime, anytime. And again, if, if you guys are looking for growth out there, like what I'll leave you with for inspiration, because I think it's a great to leave people on a high note here is that when I started 
podcasting, I found my voice, but like still the audience wasn't there. But when I started turning that into to epic blog content, I'm now the number one ranked result for personal branding in uh, personal branding trends on Google. Mm-hmm. And it's because I like started figuring out how to build a blog um, or personal branding 2021. Like you'll find me there too on the first page. When I started figuring out how to get that appropriately on YouTube, I started like my guests, when you search for my, my guests on YouTube, my videos are the ones at the top. And it's like those, those types of things have 10 X my traffic to my website. Like those are the steps. If it's like, why am I doing all this extra work? Well, it's because when you get your podcast out of the, you know, what is it? An average of 180 listens. When you get it out yeah. of that, that starting point and you can put your stuff to other places where people are actually being shown your content you can develop audiences there too. And I'm not driving them back to the podcast. I'm like, just stay where you are. Stay on YouTube, stay on my blog, whatever else. I love that. Don't force them to leave the platform they love. Just be where they are, like be where they are already and just exist there. Like you don't have to send somebody from here to there. Just if they love you, let them stay there. I have a YouTube premium account. I love YouTube. So I don't want people trying to send me to Instagram. I'm not going. I'm staying on YouTube. Oh, man, we could talk about that forever, too. I'm going to check out the resources myself. Uh, Brandon, thanks again, man. Yeah, Chris. Anytime, man. Good Good talk. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.